Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Daily Podcast. I want to do a little intro this time because, you know, we're starting to do advertisements on here. So that's what the beginning of the episode is going to be. And then it's going to jump into the segment with Mark Johnson. Um, Don't need to do too much explaining. Just kind of wanted to let you know why it's going to start off right with advertisements instead of it just starting with advertisements and you not understanding what's going on. So that's going to be the new format. Intro, advertisements, podcast. So enjoy the episode and just wanted to give you that update. Welcome to the Daily Podcast for another episode. Woo! Daily Podcast! <laughs> See, he already introduced himself. Um, but no, I just screamed. That's it. <laughs> that's true. You don't know who it is yet, but you'll probably know by the episode title. Um, <laughs> but I'm sitting here with Mark Johnson, friend of the podcast. Yep, love it. One of the early believers. And actually, one of the first questions I wanted to ask you right yep. off the bat, as I know it wasn't like um, just because of me that when I asked you to do it, but why when you got asked to do my podcast where did you automatically say yes number one because you were interested in coming in and sitting down and having a conversation with me that's awesome and uh this is the way we connect now through podcasts through tweets through social media through instagram so why wouldn't i say yes uh, you were interested you wanted to do something cool and fun which is you know where communication is going now so why wouldn't I want to be a part of this new and innovative and on-the-rise uh, format like a podcast? And you, you've been doing it a long time. You're really good at it. So let's, let's I figured, let, let's go with the best. Yeah, because I was trying to like, I was thinking like, or when's the third time, you know, because you've <laughs> been on twice now. Yep. And like we were saying earlier, like the first time I met you, it was like, I was still nervous, but we still killed it on that podcast. And then the second one, we dove into like your, your wine and um, (laughs) the graduation speech and everything like that. Um, But so everyone's wondering what you've been up to recently. Well, it's been all about weather for the past month and a half. (laughs) I mean, we had that big winter storm. We had that monster cold Arctic outbreak with wind chills to minus 38. Uh, we had some snow, la- and look at the wind we had last weekend. So weather's been keeping me really busy. Um, we've had a lot of rain. We've had flooding. It's just been a crazy last couple of months. So I've been spending a lot of time here, and uh, I'm ready for spring. I don't know. Show of hands out there. Who's ready for spring? I am. Yeah, we all, everybody's we all raising their our hands. hands. <laughs> Listen, it, it's March 1st. It, it, b- let me just say this. Today is the beginning of spring. In the weather world, it's the beginning of spring because we we don't, you know, weather records don't go, you know, March 21st, whatever. We go month to month. So to meteorologists, winter is December, January, and February. Spring is March, April, May. So today's March 1st. 
So it is the first official day of meteorological spring. Now I know that astronomical spring doesn't begin until the 20th of March, three weeks from now. But hope springs eternal, right? That we get some warmer weather. I'm ready for it. I'm tired of being cold. I'm tired of being 35 degrees in rain. Um, I'm tired of having 60 mile an hour winds blowing my garbage cans down the road. I'm ready for some warm weather. I'm ready for green. I'm ready for Cedar Point to open. That's May yeah. 11th. I mean, all those good things that we love. If you guys haven't seen Mark Johnson recreate uh, Cedar Point, you should go see that video. He retweeted it on his uh, page when, he, when it was really foggy and Sandusky. Yeah, you couldn't see the Cedar Point roller coaster, so I kind of made believe like... <laughs> You were riding one. You're like, this is this is Cedar Point. And the person was like, uh, was it Rob? Yeah, Rob. Rob. Rob Powers was like, where? And you're like, right here. He's like, where? And then you're like, you did the woo. <laughs> yeah, I did the arms up. Ah! <laughs> it was fun. You know what? You got to have fun. You got to enjoy what you do. I love doing weather and I love telling people about weather. But I love connecting with people. I want to talk to you. I want to tweet with you. I want to Facebook you. I want to... Um, Instagram with you. I mean, th- this is what I love to do 24-7. I mean, I'm Instagramming at 8 or 9 in the morning. I'm, you know, uh, tweeting at midnight and doing Snapchat. Mark J. Weather. If you want to find me on any of those platforms, just search Mark J. Weather and follow. And we'll have a t- well, let's do a streak. Come on, you know. Yeah. I got to get a streak with you then. I That's didn't know. It. I didn't know you That's were on it, the Snapchats, man. man. Oh, yeah. I got like 20,000 followers on Snapchat. Oh, man. So, You're killing me. I know you've been doing it for way longer. I've been but. doing it for a long time. Snapchat's a great, a great place to, again, connect with a different audience. Connect with some of the younger folks that may not watch a lot of TV right now. But if we can connect and get to know each other you know, through weather and through snow days and through, hey, what's the weather going to be for my baseball game today um, you know, via Snapchat then maybe someday you'll tune into TV and uh, check out one of my broadcasts. That's very true. Yeah. I I was going to say before, like at the beginning of the podcast, um, I've always felt like a a good sense of support from you, whether it's like to me or like the rest of your community. And it seems like a a passion of yours to be like supportive. And I think that's just like really important because I don't know, like I feel like just like there's not a huge support base here in Cleveland for people trying to do creative things. Yeah. You know? Well, it, it's because you're, you're the front runner. You're the first. This is a brand new. This is brand new. The social media, podcasting, being as dominant as all of these uh, formats and platforms are. This is brand new. And some of the older folks don't care, don't want to embrace it. But... I lose a whole generation of awesome people if I don't connect where you are. I've got I've to be where you are. I've got to give you the information you need where you are right now. If it's a podcast, if it's Twitter, if it's Insta, if it's Snap, I've got to be there. Otherwise, you don't get information from me and you don't know who the heck I am. And uh, I love this stuff. I think social media is not the future, it's the now. Yeah. It's right here, right now. And if you don't embrace social media, step aside because it's gonna, it's taken off and it's only gonna get bigger. I've said this literally every time I've been on, but you teach me the importance of social media every time <laughs> I'm here. I feel like, you know, like, and you've said this before too, but like, I feel like 
I don't know, my age, I'm 22, we all take it for granted because, like... So, you've been doing it. It's just on our phones, you know, it's just there. Mm-hmm. Like, it's never been, like, a thing to... It's been a thing, but, like, we were able to just always pull out our phones and connect with our friends at any right. time. Well, that's that's what it's about, and that's you just nailed it right there. You and your friends, your generation and the younger generation, and even the generation just above you, spend most of their times on their phone. That's where the connection is. Um, you know, 20 years ago, the connection was, uh, MySpace, or not 20, 10 years ago, <laughs> was, was MySpace. MySpace, 20 years ago, it was, you know, radio and people read newspapers and, you know, a hundred years ago it was the telegraph and the telephone. Now that's changed. So you can live in the past and look backwards at what worked 10 years ago, or you can say, where are where's everybody now where's their attention now where's their connection now and if you're not there then you're irrelevant so i don't ever want to be irrelevant ever so i want to be there i want to get to know anyone and anybody who wants to to chat snap insta facebook whatever i know the younger generation isn't high on facebook right now that's fine um there's a few new little social media channels trying to get going out there I don't know if they'll if they'll make it or not, but we'll see. You know. Yeah, I think you were telling me about them last time, and yeah. I still haven't seen them around yet. Yeah, but. I mean, we've got our habit. We got our habit right now, and I love it. People, the fact that somebody wants to ask me if they're going to have a snow day tomorrow, I'm honored. I'm grateful for that. I think it's the coolest thing in the world that somebody actually wants to follow me on Twitter because Mark J Weather, Mark J Weather. He, tell, he gives us snow days. I mean, that's the coolest thing ever. I'm humbled, and I'm grateful for that. What I think is also really cool is that I think people see you more as more than just a weatherman. Like, I hope I think, so. Honestly, like, and I've said this to you before. A gourmet chef, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> gourmet chef. a Open uh, that soup up. A gardener. Yeah. Um, someone who's going to own a, a vineyard one day. I think um, so. No, but I think, I think people see you as like a Cleveland icon. Well, that's very nice of you to say. I'm not sure. Normally, um, icons are icons happen after you're dead, and I hope I'm you know oh, I hope I'm going to hang around for a long Alan, time. Is Mark Johnson a Cleveland icon? No. Yes. Nah. Come on. You know, he, I'd rather just be somebody that. Uh, I'm not trying to hype you up. I'm no. just saying. Um, I, there's no hype because. Again, I'm just grateful to be able to be a part of this revolution. And that's what it is, a revolution, a, a new media revolution. And I want to be there, and I want to be a part of it, and I want people to connect with me. And you hear me say connection all the time. And that's that's, just that's a, all you say. I'm that's, just kidding. <laughs> that's just the fancy word for, hey, man, well, you know, what are you doing later? What's the plan? You know, all of that. Yeah. That's, that's how people connect now. So since the last time... Is there any been new passions, like new passions that you've gone into? Because it was gardening, wine. Listen, the reason that I that I like to grow things and dig in the dirt is, is because it relaxes me and it relieves stress. I used to, one of my very fondest memories as a small child at age five and six was I used to go help my grandfather plant the garden in the springtime. So... One of my fondest memories, a couple of my fondest memories, are helping him plant the seeds in the ground. I wasn't very good at it, but it's a connection that I had with my grandfather, and I always loved my grandfather. 
It's no longer with us. But being able to continue that on, and now I'm sharing it with my kids and my grandkids, the same, it's something that you can do together, you know, generationally, that connects you and that allows you to spend time. And that's what my grandfather did for me. So that's why I continue to like digging in the dirt and planting things and growing corn and tomatoes and beans and whatever. My granddaughter comes over in the spring and she will help me plant the garden. She'll help me dig the rows and put the seeds. She's 11 now, but we started when she was three. And I hope she remembers what she used to do with her papa. It's, it's all about, to me, it's all about tradition and again, connection. And this, in this case, it's connection with my grandpa. I think even like, I was thinking about it when you were saying it, that you can go deeper with like the growing the seeds and the connection and everything is like your kind of your goal now with like social media and everything, even though you still garden and all and do everything like that. It kind of seems like that's an intertwined sequence. Well, I like to communicate with people. I'm a people person. Couldn't Um, tell. You can't tell, you know, (laughs) and um, some people don't want to connect with me and that's fine. And the majority of folks seem to want to, and that's really cool. Um, and I'm okay with it either way because everybody's got freedom of choice and can do whatever they want. And, um, I'll do my best to answer weather questions, whatever questions folks have, if they, you know, tweet at me or whatever. That's a really interesting thing that you said, because I'm a very like vocal and social person as well. Yep. And it is weird. Some people just really are not on board with that. Like they actually spite you for it. Like, I don't really get hate or anything like that, but, like, like some coworkers I've had or something like that, like, they are upset with you because you're so yourself. And yeah. Yeah. Well, the know. issue I've had is is I'm a little bit older than all of you, and so there are some people out there on social media who don't believe that I have a place there. That's BS. Well, and, and they react negatively, like, what's this old dude doing on Twitter? talking to kids. Whoa, 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 whoa. Number one, my job kind of requires me to, to do as much as I can to reach out to viewers wherever they are. So it's my job to be on Twitter and be on Snapchat and be on Facebook and be on Insta. It's my job because however I can get you weather info, wherever you are, and most of you are on your phone anyway, looking at those apps. So why shouldn't I be there to give you weather info? or to tell you there's a snow day coming, or to tell you to tune in tonight at 11 on TV because I got pics that you sent me, and I'm going to show them on TV, you know, things like that. So, you know, there are some people out there who were real uh, suspicious of what's Mark Johnson doing on, on social media when, you know, he's, he's old, he shouldn't be. Go back to the phone. No, you know, I, I've moved beyond that, and, you know, I'm allowed just as much as anybody else to have a twitter account you're part of the front runner man Cause like <laughs> like i'm saying like yeah i'm doing this podcast and everything but you know you've got like you've built this you know fan base that you have on twitter yeah. and on instagram and facebook and you're a proponent for social media yep as you've talked about i'm a believer um, extensively i wonder how many times outside of the podcast i don't know how long you talk about it with other people all day no i don't Oh, well, there you go. Exclusives. Daily podcast exclusives. You and I I, uh, get to chat about it. But it's, you know what, it's about where where are you today? 
Where do you spend most of your time today? And you're spending most of your time on your phone. You're looking at four or five apps on your phone every day, most of the time. And those apps happen to be social media apps. So I would not be doing my job if I weren't trying to reach you where you're spending most of your time. I mean, what success would I be if I weren't trying to reach you? Uh, I would just be some sort of, okay, there's another one of a thousand TV guys yes, just doing his job on TV and going home. Uh, no, you there's much more to it. easily fade back into yeah. like the darkness if you just Yeah, that's right. I don't want to fade in. into the darkness, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, you've done a good job of staying relevant, that's for sure. Um, I, I've enjoyed the social media presence that you put out there. It's inspiring to see because it motivates me to keep doing what I'm doing. And that's kind of what I was hitting on about Cleveland is like, I, I don't, I mean, there is a lot of people doing that. But at the same time, there's just not a lot of people who believe you when you say you're starting to do something. Mm -hmm. Well, what you're doing is you're doing it the right way. Um, Saying you're going to do a podcast is only part of it. The next part is how do you do it creatively so that people will want to listen and will want to engage with you. And that's the toughest part is the creative part is is the hard part. Anybody can do a podcast, Mm -hmm. but very few can be creative at it, okay? Um, And you're being much more creative than most of the folks who are doing podcasts, and you're going to stand out because of that. And what I'm saying to all of you out there who want to do podcasts, deciding to do the podcast is step one. Step two through ten is how do I do this creatively to the point where people will want to listen, it will get their attention, And what you're doing is you're reaching out to people in the community who are maybe more well-known that you can talk to and that you can promote. And then people may want to tune in because they, hey, I watch Mark J. Weather, you know, reach out to some athletes, reach out to some, you know, local celebrities. Uh, Send Michael Simon, the chef, an email and see if he'll go on a podcast with you when he's in town next time. Okay, do you got his email? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'll do that. He's on social. You (laughs) just send him a DM on on, uh, Twitter. I will. uh, You know, he he might respond to you. If one person out of 10 responds to you, that's awesome. Yeah, that's what I've been trying to do. Just shooting my shot, man, because, like, here's the thing. Like, from day one, when I asked you, like, well, you were like the third person just because it was my third episode. But like when I asked you, um, I was just like, hey, I don't know if he'll do this whatsoever, but I'm just going to do it and get it out there. And that's what I've been trying to do every time. Anyone who has their DMs open, who I actually like, bef- at the beginning, I have to admit, I was like, okay, this person has this many followers. Not with you. I was like, that'd be an amazing opportunity to get Mark Johnson on there. But at the beginning, I was like, this person has a lot of followers. I'm going to hit them up. But then when we get into the interview, I know nothing about the, and it's just like kind of weird in that sense. But then you get to know somebody, so it's still kind of cool. Yeah. And I've gotten experience with that. Um, But like you're saying, I keep trying to just hit people up if they have their DMs open. And if I'm interested in them as a person, I want to have that conversation with them. I've had many people say they want to do it and not come through. But Mm -hmm. the thing is, is that they're saying they want to do it. Yeah. Stay on them. It may take a year, but stay on them. That's true. Stay on them. Block me. But either oh, really? way, okay. who cares, right? It's either get it or not. You got to try. And again, you're, you're working toward the creative part, and that's the hard part. So to be as creative as you can be, 
for a podcast like you're doing, the guests are go a long way in helping you Super be creative. important. Because my, how I actually base my podcast um, is conversational based. So as you already know that, because we're just sitting here having a conversation, but I'm really focused on like what the guest passions are. Yeah. And I want them to be able to speak those passions the whole time while right. on here. So that's why when I get on here with you, I'm not going to sit here and be like, you can't talk about your presence. on, yeah. You know what I mean? Cause, or you can't talk about weather. Yeah. Because it'd be limiting people. Right. And I just want mine to be as free and open and like communicative as possible. Well, it works, man. It works. You're doing a great job. Well, thank you. And um, I would say for people who are trying to start a podcast, the biggest part is dedication. Because at the beginning, like, and still, there's not that many listeners, but there's people listening. Right. So if I was in it just for, I wanted to be popular, if I was in it just for that, I probably would have given up like literally two months after starting. Well, persistence is also another big thing is staying persistent, growing, doing, doing it, starting small and doing it well, and then building off of that. Uh, don't bite off more than you can chew right away. You want to focus on one niche or one thing, one skill like you're doing. You're doing this podcast where you're, you're chatting, conversation. Do it well. Get better at it. Uh, you know, the more known you are, the, the you know, more people you're going to get on your podcast. Um, you know, and you're going to hit a big home run one of these times, and it's just going to take you to the moon. So. That's really what I'm trying to base it off of because, like, you could pay for advertising and all that stuff, which I will have to do down the road. But, like, right now I'm trying to find that guest who I'm, like, super into. Like, I had um, – I thought he was going to be the one that really took it to, like, the whole other level because Hard Knocks just ended, and I had Devin Kajust on the podcast. If I don't know – did you watch Hard Knocks? I did not. Okay, well, he was, like, one of – you know how – well, so what they do during Hard Knocks is they'll take, like, the team, obviously, but they'll pick, like, four people who they follow the whole time. And he was one of the four people. And he's probably, like, the biggest fan favorite. And so I actually met him while working at Apple. And I sold him, like, a, like an iMac. And I was just messing around with him. And I'm like, hey, like, you know, why don't you come do the podcast and everything? And it takes a lot of nerves to, like, always ask that in person, by the way. It's easier over Twitter. Yeah. But in person, you have to be like, Hey, like you could say no, but like, do you want to like do my podcast and stuff? And and then they say yes. Um, some are deceiving. They say yes and they don't follow up with it. Maybe they will one day. Um, but he he said yeah. He wants to be on it and everything. Sh- shot me his email, um, and then he actually came through and we did it. And it was a lot of fun. And I actually I forgot to do something that Alan wanted me to do during it. He had like this uh, signature. What was it? A whistle. Yeah, a whistle that he does with his father, and I forgot to ask him to do it, so I let my listeners down, man. Oh, I'm no, sorry. you No, I'm didn't. kidding. Hey. No, you <laughs> I let didn't. one of them down, for sure, for, for that part of that segment. No. I mean, this is, this is, hey, I give you credit for doing what you're doing, and again, you're getting better and better at it, and it's taken off, so congrats on that. Thank you. Um, I see, wait, I think I've asked you this before, but when did you win the award for uh, weather? You said because it's on your Twitter bio. 
award-winning weatherman? Uh, well, I've won a couple of Emmys for weather, and they're sitting on my shelf at home. Yeah, there's some Emmys sitting there. I got four of them. Did you get to go to the show? Uh, no, I, not the big one out of California. Oh, okay. um, they have regional oh, Emmys cool. there, so we won won an Emmy, uh, won four Emmys, and then uh, this past April, I was inducted into the Broadcasters Hall of Fame here in uh, Cleveland, which is pretty awesome. I'm Jokes honored. on them. You'll still be going for another 30 I years. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> You're but, talking about uh, the icon thing. That's usually something they do after somebody retires is put them in the Hall of Fame. Well, it's uh, it was it was really fun. It was really cool to be in looking at the list of icons who are in the Hall of Fame and to say that I'm actually in that group now. It, it's hard for me to, to, to accept. Because I don't feel I'm at the level of some of these legends That's important. that I grew up watching. So It's important to always like keep yourself like humble like that, you know? Because like, you're still doing it. So Listen, the next... I mean, tomorrow they could come to me and say, you know what, Mark, we, we don't want you anymore. That's crazy. Uh, they could do that. So, you know... <laughs> do you fear that a lot or no? I, it's not a fear... But it's a it's a it's a realization. It's part of that. It's part of that being grateful, is understanding that this is a finite business. Careers are finite, and uh, you, you know you're only as good as your last movie, right? Um, in Hollywood and in TV, times change, management changes, things change. So hopefully, I'll be around a long time, but. If tomorrow they came up and said, okay, you know, we're moving in a different direction, um, you know, being, uh, being grateful is part of the process of being able to let go. You know, I think you'll be all right, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've got a following enough where you'd start that uh, whole wine podcast. <laughs> well, you know, wine podcasting would be awesome. Um, there's so many other cool things to do. I'd love to do videos that inform people and I think my I would do Facebook and Instagram videos for different people and different companies that would um, showcase them you know give give them tips give folks tips who watch information um, being a value giving value to to whoever watches um, and showcasing people who are out there every day giving value you know that would be what I would focus on I feel like you'd be a either good that actor. or open a Burger King. Opening a Burger King. Yeah, yeah, maybe. So you got the money for it already. Yeah. Oh uh, well, <laughs> not quite. Uh, what's the hot up and coming uh, restaurant fast food chain now? It's not not the burgers now. It's I mean down at Columbus they've got this handheld Italian street food that I guess is really really good that mm. uh, you know it's kind of a franchise. Maybe an In and Out Burger. I could be the first In and Out Burger in franchise Cleveland. east of the Mississippi. Yeah. That'd be good. I that would be awesome. I went to Arizona in uh, January. Yeah, they're only out west. Yeah. Yeah. They're and all I, family owned, so. Oh, are they? I didn't yeah, know that. they're all family owned. But I had the um, impossible, no, animal fries. They like put like, have you had it before? I've never had the animal fries. No. Oh, okay. They put all that like different sauce and like onions on it and stuff. Wow. Like it's cheesy. It was really good. It was I don't good. know. Yeah. Like, I'm sure their normal fries are good too, but like I'm a vegetarian now. Well, pescatarian, so I didn't really have many options when I went there. So it was grilled cheese and animal fries. It was pretty good. I compared it to Whataburger. Uh, Whataburger was, like, <laughs> I don't know, I guess. Never had that. They're all right. It's all right. 
Now, people from Texas would be really mad at me because they love Whataburger. I'm getting uh, really into different flavors. I'm getting into wanting my meal to be really awesomely flavored. And a lot of times when you go out to eat and you pay money to eat, you're not getting great flavor. So what I've been doing with my wife a lot now is we're cooking at home. We're going and getting groceries for the weekend and we're coming in and we're making this great recipe like beef bourguignon, which is awesome. It's like a beef stew, but it's got wine in it. It's got mushrooms in it. It's got all this great tender beef in it. When you make it at home, you get to control the flavors more. So we're kind of into doing more of those things, cooking at home, creating it yourself. As I've gotten older, I I got a lot more into, like, um, spice. Like, yep. Like, yeah. you know, I have really a good taste for spiciness now. Mm-hmm. And so much food that you go out and try is, like, really dry. I'm like, this could have some hot sauce on it or yep. something. Yeah. You know, like, to, like, spice it up a little bit. But I'm not giving up my barrio, okay? I'm oh. not giving up my barrio. Even They're though I'm cooking sauces. at home a lot, I'm not giving up oh, my barrio. On. We're going there tonight, possibly. I love barrio. <laughs> it's good stuff. They have, like, three sauces. The barrio secret sauce. There's like a, their crack sauce and then like uh, creme chipotle, creme honey chipotle. Like I'm just saying like those hot sauces are so good. Yep. And it makes yeah. the taco taste so much better. But it's um, it's good stuff. Soon enough, Mark Johnson will be on YouTube with the cooking channel. Uh, you know, maybe I'll do a cooking show for Food Network. We'll have to figure that out. Maybe I'll do a wine show for easy? Food Network. Yeah, <laughs> I don't just, know. Just it, call it's them not, up real nothing quick. is that easy. Nothing. No, we're good. That's the Send thing. Them an email. It takes hard work to to do anything worthwhile. It takes hard work, and yeah. a lot of people aren't worth. Are, a lot of people aren't willing to put in the hard work, and um, you know, that's why you're going to win in whatever you do because you're willing to put in the work. That's so. the goal. Yep. At least that's it. Now, but like, so you've taken up cooking a lot more recently? Yeah, like, we're doing a lot more cooking at home. I'm not going to say I'm good at it. My wife's a better cook than I am. But I'll be in there and uh, I'll chop the veggies for her and I'll add some stuff in. And we just cooking together, I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. It, again, it's a way to connect uh, over food. It's really cool. It's a whole nother uh, type of um, yep. type of love. That I'm That's sure. it. <laughs> type of love. <laughs> Connection. <laughs> Love connection. Now, we were kind of talking about this off air, um, but you were kind of sharing some – you don't have to repeat what you were saying, but you yeah. were sharing some things about um, your, your like, recent nutrition discoveries. Oh, you know what? I, I've been uh, – for six years now, I've been committed to fitness, which I know a lot of you out there are, are, are the same, which means exercise five to six days a week. It means running, running a 5K uh two or three times a week you know that's that's three miles 3.1 miles and then in between doing weight training weight lifting um i have a home gym in the basement so uh five to six days a week for the last six years i've been committed to staying healthy and i i've been realizing and that includes protein shakes and all these vitamin supplements but I've been doing more research lately on on these protein shakes and on these vitamin supplements and there's more crap and chemicals and dangerous substances in a lot of these things we're putting in our bodies to stay healthy that will hurt us in the end. So, you know, I had kind of a, a revelation um, this past year the, over the summer where I realized that me having three protein shakes a day 
And I, mm-hmm. there's a lot of research coming out that's, that shows that a lot of these whey protein isolates and a lot of these vegetable protein powders have tons of heavy metals and cadmium and, and barium and things in them that's not healthy for your kidneys or your liver, and it collects in there, and over time it can really hurt you. So the, the paradox here, the irony here is me trying to be the healthiest I can be in the attempt to do that, I was actually putting shit in my body that I shouldn't be putting in. So I had to kind of do a little about face and try and look for different alternatives to, to protein supplementation. So I've, I've gone to some egg white protein now, which hopefully, and it should be healthier, uh, free range chickens and egg white protein is better for you without all the cadmium and the barium and all that. And how long have you been doing that? Uh, you know, for, for about the last six months for the last six months. So, you know, you have to look into what you're doing and hopefully not go at it blindly, but health is important, physical fitness is important, and I've been committed to that uh, for years now. And then when you realize that you may have been doing damage to, your, to the body that you've been trying to make ripped um, all along, it kind of makes you mad. Yeah, so. I imagine, and it's probably like an emotional thing to realize. Yeah, it is. It's very frustrating. But you can do some research and go online and check things out. And uh, there's a lot of studies coming out now that, that compare the different types of supplements and the different types of proteins and which are better for you and what they found. And, you know, I don't want heavy metals in my, in my chocolate shake. I really don't. No. So I've cut out, you know, instant oatmeal that's not organic because in all of these breakfast cereals now they're finding roundup you know traces of of roundup the weed killer in there and that can't be healthy so i've gone to more perfectly healthy yeah right (laughs) yeah Yeah, man i got no weeds growing on me man listen here's the best diet ramen four times a day (laughs) (laughs) you must be in college (laughs) no i i will never um demote myself to that i'll not buy groceries before I buy ramen. <laughs> like eat out every well, day. Well, they still ten for ten bucks or ten for two. They're or literally like forty cents or something, and you can just get some ramen real quick. Add so. water. It's all salt. But a hey, salt. you know, it's salt and carbs, and it gets you through. There's still a lot of people don't realize how much salt is in everything. I'm not just talking about by like not reading packages. I Earlier agree. today, I heard my coworkers having a conversation about salt, and they're like. Yeah, I just get like sometimes it's just really weird. I have this like sudden craving for salt and I put it on my salad and and I do this and that. I'm literally thinking in my head, I'm like, do you know how much salt is force fed to you right. all day? Yeah. You're like, yeah, there's there's stuff I'd put salt on that you would like never put salt on. And they're starting naming things. And it's like that stuff is made with salt. Like, like yeah. <laughs> some fruit even has salt on it, like from the store. Well, uh, you know, all the processed meats you get, all of your, uh, you know, TV dinners now, you know, your healthy choice. They've got, they've got huge amounts of sodium in them that are 25 to 30% of your daily sodium intake in one little package. Love that. You know, look at your, look at your canned soups. I mean, you got 500 grams of sodium in there in, in one can of soup. So you're getting 40% of your daily allowance just with a bowl of soup. So, again, that's all the more reason to cook, cook it yourself at home. <laughs> it's fun, too.
What's your like favorite meal to cook as of recent? Oh man, everything, man. I in summer I'm the grill master, so I grill I grill pizza. I make grilled pizzas at home, which is you get the pizza dough and you throw in the toppings and you grill it up on your grill. It's awesome. So this is great. an invitation. Absolutely. <laughs> you guys coming out to my house, we'll do a podcast, we'll drink. I'll introduce you guys to wine. You're old enough. We'll do a wine like, tasting. Seriously though, I'm really down for that. Yeah, that'd be the awesome. The next one that we do, please let's do it at, like We'll do crib. it at my, my crib, and we'll do some wine. We'll start you off on some really nice light uh, wines with a little sweetness to it, and we'll work you up. All right, that sounds good. And yep. my girlfriend just turned 21, so All right, go. we're in. Well, <laughs> now that, you know, the whole key to the city is unlocked now. But I want to say, on record, you just had said that we'll do that, and it's on the podcast. So now you kind of can't go back on Have your I word. let you down? No. Previous three times? No. No. See? Uh, I'm just saying, though. See? You know, I'm not like it's those a different other thing to invite somebody to your house. Mm-hmm. That's true. So that's well, you, you know, you'd have to be blindfolded in, okay. in the trunk of a car, but you know, that's to, fine to the secret location. Whatever you want, as that's long it. as I get there and we end up doing it there, yep. I have a chill week, chill day. Yep, that's cool with me. Cool, that'll be fun. We'll wait till it gets warmer. All right, which is when? Uh, you know. The warm weather's <laughs> coming. I would say uh, give it two weeks and we'll start to break out of this cold. Really? The next couple of weeks, we're going to have more winter. We're going to have more cold. We're going to have snow. more snow. Yeah. yeah. So. so. But so what? We're looking like April? I'm hoping late March and definitely early April. So, so home opener. April All the people 1st. bought tickets. It's always that. cold. It's always know, cold. But, but this year, different? Eh, it's, it'll be 42 degrees with some sunshine, you know, on the home opener, which is what it always is. It's always 38 to about 42 degrees. It stings to watch those guys hit the bat. It stings you for those guys to hit the If you ever played baseball, I did. Yeah, um, yeah. And when it's cold, that, that it you hurts. hit that ball, <laughs> it stings, man. Yeah. It hurts, yeah. So I was there for like the third game last year when Roberto Perez, no, Jan Gomes walked it off to win it. It was like we our offense was terrible first three games. Yeah. Don't know how it's going to be this year. I'm a huge try. We always start slow, man. We always start slow. We need to have a good April. We always end up being 500 or below coming out of April. And then you have to then you have to start working. You know, if you're already behind five, six games out, now you got to work hard. And we've done it the past few years. We've played well the latter half of the season. And but the we need to have a good April, which we don't normally have. A lot of people have been I blame the it. weather. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you're it's like cold. The, the god of weather. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but people keep bringing up Allen including. It's, it makes me uh, upset every time. They keep bringing up how Kipnis didn't hit that home run in the, in the uh, World Series. Yeah. I don't know if you remember the play or not. But it went foul, like it was the bottom of the ninth in Game Seven. Yeah, and it just went foul. And I thought was we it had the wind's it. fault that night. No, I would say it was curvature of the earth, trade winds, local pollen count, a uh, little hamburger helper thrown in. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of words you thrown in there. Hey, come on! If you've ever played baseball and you hit the ball, you know it curves as it's flying to the outfield. Yeah, it rarely goes straight. It usually always curves one direction or the other, depending on how it comes off the bat. One direction. And that's what his did. Yeah. You know, they're not back, but Jonas Brothers is. Jonas Brothers coming back. They got a new song. <laughs> it's good. Did you listen to it? I have not. I'm going to listen to it as soon as we're done with the podcast, man. And then, do you like Weezer? Love Weezer. I was loving Weezer before you guys were right. out of diapers, man. Yeah, I know. 
Weezer is is my jam, and I've always loved since the sweater song. You know, that's, that's probably my favorite Weezer song actually. Yeah. But now the Black album is out. Now the Black. I even liked the Teal album when they did the covers. Yeah, I liked that was the fun. covers. It was fun. Uh, so I'm a big Weezer fan. Really am. Rivers Cuomo. He's hilarious. He's my he's my he's my guy. He actually lets you follow him um, on Snapchat and send him snaps. Like he'll watch them. He won't ever reply. Um, but and yes, I have tried to ask him to be on the podcast, but he just reads it and doesn't reply. But he's way too big. I'm not on that level yet. Well, he's uh, you know what? He's a rock star. He's yeah, a rock he star. is, and he's really funny. I seen him in concert last uh, last summer. That's what I need to do. Favorite concert. I need to go see Weezer in concert. You do. It's probably one of my. I've been to like 60, 70 concerts. No lie, and that was one of my favorites for sure. All right, I gotta go. He's hilarious, and they kind of just like, they just go right at you from start to finish, and he like says little jokes. I'll drag my wife to Weezer. I'm not sure she's a fan, but I am. Like, who's her favorite then? Uh, you know, she's a. We like Fleetwood Mac. We like. uh, Did you see them when they came? No, not this last time. Because you, you, you got to have Lindsey Buckingham to oh, have Fleetwood Mac. Oh, right, yeah. Okay? You got to have Lindsey. They kicked him out of the band before the tour. I don't want to... Lindsey is the heart of that band. Sorry. Heart of that band. His guitar playing is legendary. He's the most underrated guitar player on the planet. He, he's an amazing guitar player. Unbelievable. In fact, they give him like 10 minutes alone on stage just to jam on his guitar. They all leave the stage halfway through the concert and Lindsey jams. That's really cool. It's it's awesome. Why did they kick him out? Uh, you know, well, come on, there's some tension there. Always has been. That's what made him great was all the tension. They dated each other. They broke up. They wrote songs about it. That's what made them the success they are, the tension that they've always had. And then Taylor Swift capitalized off of the same thing. Uh, uh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Breaking, not on the same level, nowhere near as good as Fleetwood Mac, but... No. Um, she always does the whole breakup and write a song about it type We thing. will never, ever, 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 ever get back together. Yeah, I actually just watched a band open up for the per- people that I'm wearing, State Champs. They're like a pop punk band. We were in um, Pittsburgh last night at La Roche College. I don't know if you ever heard of never it. Never heard of that, no. Yeah, no, it's like some private school, so I don't. I bet no one knows what it is. But um, we were there, and the opening band named eternal boy his the per, the lead singer he's actually a professor at that university no kidding so it's kind of he's weird though but like it was it was kind of <laughs> cool the creative people usually are yeah but he's just weird and he like talks about his like class the whole time like he'll bring it up like who wants to take a class with me it's just like <laughs> we're trying to listen to you play music at the moment but Sure, let's think about school. That gives us anxiety eight times a week. Thank you. We're here to not think about school. Yeah, but he keeps bringing it up. But he's pretty funny. But um, where I was going with that is that it's just kind of cool to see um, someone be doing that, like, at their own university. Yeah, that's really cool. That's really cool. It's their side their side habit, hobby. I actually forgot where I was going with that one. That's so all then right, I just man. Ended it's it. good stuff. We were talking about <laughs> Weezer. You know, now I've got to go find out when they're in Cleveland again. Uh, March nineteenth. This yeah. This month they're in Cleveland. Yeah. Dang, I've got to figure out how to get there. Is that like a Wednesday night? It's unfortunately a Thursday. Oh, where are they playing? Uh, I imagine it's back at um, Blossom because that's where they were at last time. Same people opened up Pixies. Great people. Is Blossom open at the end of March? So maybe it's not. 
Can we pull it up? Can we see? I'll it look it up. Yeah. Right. All right, we're all going to see Weezer, right, folks? We're going to. If see you're <laughs> listening, Rivers, call me, man. Tweet at me and uh, backstage passes. Thanks. When you when when we get the podcast posted later, yeah, or whenever it comes out, because it's not as instantaneous. We'll tag him, please, and and you tell him like, hey man, let's get you, let's get you to come uh, on yeah, the daily podcast. Right. You know, it. we get to. Yeah, I, I would literally Weezer. love to talk to Rivers. He's so funny. All yep. their videos that they put out as well. Yep, are legendary. Yeah, that's good stuff. Columbus. Oh, they're coming to Columbus. Columbus. Oh, yeah, man. so I lied to you. Well, I'm a liar. I don't know. We'll have to. I I might travel when it gets warmer. If if they're close by when it's May or June, I may travel. We'll try. I think one is on a Sunday, and it's in like South Carolina, though. Dang, I'll go down there. Yeah, why not? It's in August. Take a vacation, South Carolina. Yeah, good stuff. So uh, here's the good news about the weather: is give it a couple more weeks, and the cold will break, and we will begin to see spring arrive. Um, I'm thinking by April we're turning the corner and uh, we get to say bye-bye to wintertime and hello to some warmer weather and some green things and some outdoor baseball and all that good stuff. So we're just literally a couple of weeks away from what everybody's been hoping for, and that is warmer weather. Be able to get outside, flex the guns a little bit. You know, I've been <laughs> you. working. I've been working yeah. hard, man. Yeah, yeah, you're going to have that. I'm, yeah. I'm going to have to do some work before that goes on. <laughs> just, just start, man. Just start. Ten minutes a day. Ten minutes a day. Just start. That's it. That's I how will. I started. Ten minutes. That's Go it. there. Show up. Go there. Show up. Ten minutes. That's all you need to do. And pretty soon, you'll want to go and do 15. And then you'll want to go and do 20. And you don't have to go to a gym. You can do some stuff in your house. You can go online to YouTube and get some workouts. Get get some cheap weights. The problem uh, resistance. Is, is that I pay for a gym membership uh-huh. and I don't show up. Oh, no. <laughs> so to save some or to spend my money better, I should start going to should, said gym. Yeah, start going to said gym. Yeah, because it's open 24 hours, man. I know. I really have no excuses either. Well, well you, I do. You know, I'm busy, but I make excuses. I make more excuses than need be. I get it. But it'll become a priority. I hope the older you get, the more you realize how you've got to keep your body in tip-top shape and healthy. And I, I f- figured it out later in life. I always had the desire to be in good shape and to look good with my shirt off, but um, I never did anything about it until six years ago. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, I miss it now when I don't exercise. I miss not going to the gym. It's like an adrenaline high. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's now to a point where if I don't exercise, I feel weird. I feel different. I, I want to. Yeah, that makes sense, and it's like a big stress reliever. Like you go yep. throughout the day, not really caring about much because you're yeah. like adrenaline's pumping. Yeah, and um, I'm not saying I look good with my shirt off. All right, okay, <laughs> he's I'm not saying, saying that. But he's gonna pose for vote. No, uh, that's the next thing. It'd be Mark J. Weather, Cleveland weatherman. <laughs> I'm Vogue. Vote. Look at the new shoot that he did. No, I got to get beach ready because uh, you know usually the end of summer. Um, I take the family and we head to the beach. So, you know, there's a lot of Which people beach? who should not be on yeah. the beach <laughs> in a bathing suit. Yeah. And I don't want to be one of them. So. Do you go down to Edgewater a lot? Or are you like going down to No, Edgewater? no, no. We go, uh, Menor Headlands has got a great state really? park beach there. It's really cool. And uh, usually we'll, we'll travel to the East Coast and hit a beach out there for a week, which is fun. Now, 
did you wait when you were younger did you go to euclid beach park no no i was not i don't know around. when that was no it was before my time okay so. i don't know how old it was yeah, I think it's like 50s and 60s. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was that old. So, I mean, I'm not. I'm older than you, but I could no, be No, I didn't think I you were that your, old. I could be your older brother. Yeah. You know? That's that's how I think. Because you're only like 32. Thank you. You're that's welcome. correct. Yeah. A couple years older than that. but Just a bit, but like, it's no big deal. That's it. No big deal. <laughs> what, are we, what time are we at here? It doesn't matter. We're going to we'll keep going. 46. Okay, yeah, we got to keep going. It's all right. Um... But um, now I lost the train of thought that I had, but it was about fitness and it was about your working out mm-hmm. and it was about, I don't know. That's there all we right. go. Let's switch it up. Just do it. Just make the decision to do it. And if, if you decide next week that one day next week I'm going to go to the gym for 15 minutes or I'm going to do push-ups in my basement or while I'm watching, you know, uh, Netflix, uh, Grey's Anatomy reruns, I'm going to do some sit-ups and push-ups for five minutes. You've started. You've started, and that's all it takes. Don't, don't try and lose 20 pounds in two days. Don't try to get buff in a week and a half. Start small. Do it, make it manageable so that you get your body used to it, and you'll want to do it so that it's not work. It becomes a part of you. Now, let me ask you. Yeah. And this is like probably a weird question to answer right off the bat. Yeah. But when do you think was when you first realized you found yourself, like you found out who you are? Uh, oh, dude, come on. Uh, you, you're, it's still a journey. You yeah. don't. See, there's a lot of angst with young people today, and I get it because I was there. But there's still angst, and there's still drama, and there's still uncertainty. As you get older, you just... You've just experienced it more often, and so you have some strategies to deal with it. It doesn't always work. Um, the older you get, it doesn't mean that you finally reach a point in your life where you, ah, I found myself. Oh, I know no. I know everything I need to know, and from here on out, I can coast. Never, ever, ever to get there. It's a journey. It's fun. You surround yourself with people who you enjoy, who, who you love, who, you, who can help you on your journey. And you get rid of the toxic people who can't. And that changes over time. You know, you change. You grow. That's why we had a, a talk about off-air about some of these sports stars who have, who have effed up and made mistakes at a young age. And are, are they redeemable? Should they ever play football again? Should they be given a second chance? Well, why not? Because the person that I was when I was 16, 17, 18... 20 is not the person I am now. I've grown. I've changed. I've evolved. I've learned. Um, I'm totally different. So if something that I did 10, 20, 30 years ago is, gonna, is going to cost me where I am now, um, you know, if it's a criminal act, and you should be punished. I get it. I get it. But what I'm saying is, is redemption is... You change, and everybody should have a second chance. Everybody should have a second chance. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that if I did something bad that I should be able to play in the same sandbox anymore, or I, I may have to jump through a whole bunch of hoops to get back in that sandbox, but that's okay. Um, redemption is a part of life, and if I don't have a chance to be better, then what's the point of going on? 
What's the point of improving myself? What's the point? If I'm done after one mistake, then what's the point? There's got to be hope somewhere. You've got to have hope. Hope yeah, is a, an inherent human quality that we need. I think we all could do you know, a better job of that. Um, and But what I was kind of saying is like in terms of finding yourself, like I feel like, and I agree with you, my view will change and I will like be different in the future but i think i've found myself at the moment at mm -hmm. least living in the moment you're I found comfortable where, who where I you am. are yeah that's awesome so like i i'm comfortable with who i am and like really comfortable with the people i surround myself that's with cool. um you know like being able to do what i'm doing right now with the people that mm -hmm. i'm doing it with yep. um it feels really great and it feels like it's you know going to keep changing and everything when I know you don't really want to pinpoint it, mm -hmm. but like when you were younger, I just kind of want to give people some insight. Like, when do you think you're like, Hey, this is like, this is what I want to do. This is my passion. This is like my goal. Like, did that ever really happen or well, kind of just like, when I got into broadcasting, you know, 20 years ago, that was a big milestone for me because that was a goal. When I finally got to do weather and be a meteorologist on television, that was a couple years later or a year later. Uh, that was a huge goal, and I thought, okay, I'm on my way. And so I think that was a point that you're talking about where I could sit back and yeah. say, yeah, I'm, I'm, I went to college for this, and I'm honing my craft, and I'm getting better and better every day, but I've made it. Um, yeah, I think that was a point when I became professionally a, a television meteorologist. Uh, that was a big deal. That was a big deal. And now, being super, able to keep that going, that, that's the challenge, and uh, it continues today. So, leading off of that, do you still feel like now you still don't feel like you've made it? Like, you've made it, but, like, you still want to make it to this, like, next level? Do you still have that, like... Oh, uh, again, it's all about being grateful for where you are and what you've achieved and, uh, and hoping that it continues because a lot of it's out of your control. Right. Uh, so there are things that are in my control, my performance on air, my, how I connect with people, how I, you know, greet somebody in the store when I'm there, when they say hi, you know, do I ignore them or do I reach out to them and say, hey, how are you, you know, and shake their hand. I choose to do it that way. I choose to be friendly. But nothing is permanent ever. Nothing is permanent. Success is not permanent. Um, so you have to, to get up every day and be thankful for every day that you can do what you love doing. And I, every day I'm thankful that I get to do this. I'm thankful right now I get to talk to you. It's, it's, it's an awesome thing. And most people don't get to do that. Most people don't get to do a podcast or be a guest on a podcast. That's, that's crazy. There's only even, a handful of people who get to, to do that in this world. Because even like... It is special. I feel it, it's something bigger than me. Like, obviously, it's something bigger than all of us, like, being able to do yes. what you want to do, yeah. you know. And, like, I, I do feel that, like, every time I'm so grateful as well. Like, even at this stage, like, I have not even got anywhere near what I want to get yet. Sure. But I am grateful that, like, I still enjoy doing it every single day. And it's not about the money that I can make during it or it's not about, like, the popularity. It's strictly about, like, the people I have on Mm -hmm. And that kind of voice that I'm giving in that sense. Mm -hmm. But really, the connections like you've been talking about, connection is a huge thing for me. Yep. 
And that's what I want everybody to do out there. I want you to connect. I want you to connect with this wonderful podcast and listen to it every time it comes out. And connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Mark J. Weather. Um, and we'll, we'll, have it, we'll continue our conversation that way. You know how we'll end this, seg- this with this segment of the controversial question how do you not con, not too controversial okay all right but in terms of like weather and climate and stuff like that you can kind of see where this is going now mm-hmm. what is your take not like politically but like what is your take on like global warming and like the things going on in our i tell you what um i i'm a meteorologist so i deal with weather every day and uh weather changes weather comes in cycles Um, You know, I can remember my grandparents talking about big winter storms that used to occur when they were young in the 20s and 30s and 40s. And when you look back at weather records, you see that there are highs and lows. There are years and decades with more frequent storms and hurricanes and tornadoes. And then there are decades that have less. There are decades that are warmer and there are decades that are colder. That's weather to me. Okay, so I deal with that every day. I deal with, um, you know, a month ago we had a major snowstorm. My job is to go, okay, we got 12 inches out of that snowstorm. When's the last time we had it? And how often do we have snowstorms that dump 12 inches on you? And yeah, they've happened before. They've happened many times before. So my perspective is I watch weather and I watch the cycles of weather come and go. Now, I'm not a climatologist, and, you know, I leave that to them. But as far as weather goes, um, we're going to be hot, and we're going to be cold. We're going to have hot years. We're going to have hot decades. We're going to have cold years and cold decades. We're going to have more tornadoes certain periods of time and less others. Um, I've seen it over and over and over again. I've watched the cycles of weather for a long, long, long time. And it's fascinating. Every day weather's different, it's new, it teaches me things every single day. So I'm humbled by my job because I have to try and predict something that's almost unpredictable. So when you try and predict, I'm, I try and predict weather five, 10 days out, and that's hard enough. And then you try and predict what the weather and climate's gonna be 20, 50, 100 years from now. That to me is mind-bogglingly <laughs> hard yeah. and to me seems near impossible but others think they can do it i'll leave that to them but for me it's hard enough to predict weather two days out we've got a p- potential winter storm coming on sunday and there is no confidence in how much snow we're going to get yet and we're two days away and it's even possible that it couldn't happen? Yeah, <laughs> it's possible we could get a half an inch of snow here in Cleveland, or it's possible we could get two or three inches. But, you know, weather is in charge. The weather is in control. I'm just chasing it. That's all I do is chase it and try and keep up. I know it's we've chaos. talked about Twister before. Yeah, it's my Would favorite you, movie. Yeah, I know. I remember that. Because Wait. it's so hilariously funny. Yeah. You know, it's, it's made for, it's, it's a movie, so it's embellished, and tornadoes don't, don't take five minutes to cross a cornfield, okay? They're, they're, they're across that cornfield in 30 seconds and moving on, <laughs> all right? But in the movie, you got time to run, put yourself in a barn, <laughs> strap yourself to a, a water pipe, and get ready, and then kiss each other before the tornado, you know. <laughs> That's a long time. You don't have that amount of time when there's a tornado coming across the cornfield at you. 
So you, as someone who knows weather and every day that you do it, you think it's probably one of the funniest movies of all I time. Love, I, <laughs> I, I would watch Twister if it were on right now because it's it's just an awesome movie. It's That's not how we'll end our summer barbecue. Correct. Yes, we'll watch Twister. We'll do the podcast, we'll eat the food, drink the wine, and then watch Perfect. Twister. Hey, I want to thank you for having me on again. This is time number three, and I enjoy it every time that, that you allow me to come on. So of thank course. you very much. It's a pleasure, man. Yeah. And with that, um, plug your social media. One last time, I'm going to plug mine. Mark J. Weather, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. All right, and you know me, progress underscore daily, D-A-L-E-Y, just like the podcast title. If you didn't know my last name, then I don't know why you're listening, really. <laughs> um, and then Alan, is, uh, he's on the Twitter. At uh, Alan Sheb, A L A N S H E B, and then you can follow my cat on Instagram. Do you have your do your pets on Instagram? I, I don't. I keep them on my accounts. Okay. You know, yeah, I, I see get a lot of love from That's my dogs. True. I get true. a lot of love from my dogs. So. Well, my cat LeBron OMFG, <laughs> he's not having as much drama as the guy in L A, um, but he's he's home every day. He won't make the playoffs either. Uh, my cat will probably make the playoffs. <laughs> no, he's going in. He's we can cut that part out, right? Okay, cut. <laughs> Podcast over. Sorry, LeBron. All right, see you guys. Welcome, everybody, to the Daily Podcast. We're podcasting at Target right now. We just found a Squishmallow, and Ryan's hype about it. Tell us what it is. It's a motherfucking Pegasus. It ain't no unicorn. It's a Pegasus. It's pink, big, Halloween. and people love it. Halloween's. Um, kind of sounds like I just said Halloween, but I didn't. So, you know, today's the official one-year anniversary of the Daily Podcast. And let me, let me talk to you for a second. Um, we went to Barrio, okay? And I, I hate entitled chicks entitled people as a whole old people right it's like baby you dropped the deodorant and yeah white female people we were waiting at the bar to sit down for happy hour and stuff you know because we like to get the raspberry margaritas on ice all right and next thing you know they just come up and take our seats for no reason. So, because they weren't available yet. And then they tell people to move down, which we didn't do. I wanted to do it, but I didn't want to be rude. And Ryan's like, don't do that, it's rude. So I was like, I didn't do it. And so they go up and do it, rude. Then they proceed to both sit down. Like, yeah, we were just standing there. For no reason whatsoever with a pager in our hand. Because we love doing that. You know, we just come to Barrio to stand there. And so next thing you know, I'm like, hey, yeah, thank you for doing that. We haven't been waiting here or anything. And like, oh, in the most fake voices, oh, I mean, you can sit down and you can have the seats. I'm like, no, it's all good. And she's like, I didn't want to have any problems. And I said... It's all good. That's all I have to say. Boom. Roasted. And then they proceeded to try to talk shit. But Ryan's just like, shut up, old ass. And they didn't... And they didn't say anything, so... And now, we're kind of at Target. You know, I got tissues in my hand. Oh, um, speaking of being old, I'm going to be 23 in two months. That's weird. Imagine being old.
wonder how the audio sounds on this. Probably decent. What's that? I'm not lying. What are we getting? Dude, what's that shit my sister told me to get to cure my sickness? Uh, colon health. I'm kidding. I wonder if John ever got his gastro appointment scheduled. <laughs> his heartburn. Who knows? John Fozeski. Will this episode ever come out? Maybe as a daily special. You just never know these days what could pop up on the internet. It's losing its momentum for sure, if you'd ask me. So, I don't know. But, uh, I don't know. How was your day, man? It was pretty good. Um, I, you know, URLK came out. It's a national holiday. The main released it. For a second, I was like, are they going to do it? I'm kidding. I never doubted them. But, yeah, I'll tell you what. It's pretty slap. But they fell off, and I'll never go to their concert. I'm kidding, dude. It's totally slap. And I can't wait to get in the car and listen to it more. All right, you guys have a great one.